Hey everybody, it's your host, Rhea Tremels. I am here today to talk about your lymph system and I'm super excited because I'm a nerd. So yeah, this is the Soul Vibration Wellness Podcast and it's all about lymph today. What the heck is a lymphatic system anyway? I get this question all the time as a manual lymphatic drainage person. I hear this almost, I don't know, 10 times a week depending on how many people are coming in to see me for lymphatic drainage. So let's just talk a little bit about what it is. So research has shown that the lymphatic system is the key factor in longevity, disease prevention, and living a healthy vital life. A healthy lymph system plays a role in preventing and decreasing cancer, heart disease, brain problems, gastrointestinal malfunction, and so much more. I love the phrase that Gerald Lemoyle uses. He's an MD. He wrote this amazing book that I'll be talking about a little bit more in a minute. But he calls your lymphatic system the secret river of health. And it's for a good reason. Your lymphatic system touches every other system in the body. It's inside your organs, your brain, nervous system. It's even in your bones. So every tissue and cell in the body is affected by how well or how poorly your lymphatic system is working. And inflammation is a big part of that as well. Any inflammation that you have going on in the body is going to affect your lymph system. So as Dr. Gerald Lemuel explains in his book, Lymph and Longevity, The Untapped Secret to Health, the lymphatic system is a mystery to a lot of patients, but physicians as well, which is wild. But it holds the key to your ability to fight disease, keep your energy high, detox pathogens and toxins, by the way, which you're exposed to like tens of thousands of every day, and helps you stay looking and feeling radiant throughout your life. The lymphatic system runs between your blood vessels and it's filled with a clear fluid that houses blood cells, including white blood cells, which are your body's first line of defense against foreign invaders, and carries waste away from the body and fluid back to your cardiovascular system, which helps reduce inflammation and minimize the impact of illness and disease. The lymph does not have a pump though, like the cardiovascular system has. So we do have to pump it manually. Usually this is done through physical exercise, especially swimming or walking or jumping, manual lymph drainage body work, which is what I do for a living, dry brushing, which I do all the time at home because it's amazing, and rebounding, which is basically jumping on a mini trampoline, which let me tell you, super fun. I do it every day. So think of your lymphatic system as your fountain of youth. You take care of it, and you will feel and look better throughout your lifetime. But any backup of lymphatic fluid can contribute to chronic inflammation or autoimmune disease. So it is imperative that we work to keep it healthy. And there's just some really amazing news and research going on. The lymphatic system has been such a mystery for such a long time, and they're finally getting around to doing more intensive research around it, and they're just discovering some wild stuff. So for example, Scientists investigating the causes of lymphedema have made a major discovery revealing that lymphatic vessels can produce red and white blood cells. So if you don't know what lymphedema is, it's a condition where you have swelling of a limb or an area of the body because the lymph fluid, the lymphatic system is not working correctly and it's not taking that fluid away. 
um, it's a very serious issue. A lot of people with cancer understand this issue. They've had these issues because lymph nodes can sometimes be taken out when you are having tumors removed or because cancer can move through the lymphatic system, they'll have to remove some nodes. Um, often for breast cancer patients, they see that in the armpit and they'll start to have swelling there and that's lymphedema. It has a lot of serious complications to it. And there's actually a ton of people who have it. So um, until now, it was believed that blood cells basically were only made from stem cells found in bone marrow. That's the only place we thought that we could have blood cells made. But this discovery was made by an international team led by University of South Australia Developmental Biologist and Center for Cancer Biology. And it was published in Nature, and it's which is one of the world's leading multidisciplinary science journals. So this is legit. Researchers made the connection when investigating the causes of lymphedema, the blockage in the lymphatic system resulting in swelling, um, which is very difficult to treat. And the lymphatic vessels are a key component of the cardiovascular system as well, because it's responsible for, for turning all that excessive tissue fluid and protein, the lymph, back to the bloodstream and forming a major part of the immune system, of course, as well, that defends the body against harmful bacteria, viruses, what have you. So this guy, Professor Harvey, and his colleagues traced defects in the lymphatic vessels to cells being incorrectly programmed during development. This is like we're talking in utero, in utero things going on. So they discovered a site inside of our DNA that's important for controlling genes that program the identity and development of lymphatic vessels. And if these genes aren't switched on at the correct time and place, lymphatic vessels don't form proper, properly, which causes lymph fluid to leak back into tissue big no-no, don't want that. That leads to the swelling, the lymphedema, and it's just in an unexpected discovery, which of course happens all the time in science. They identified that the same gene that controls the development of lymphatic vessels also controls the production of blood cells. Hey y'all, this is cool. It's exciting discoveries suggest that lymphatic vessels may be a previously unrecognized source of blood cells, both during development in utero, as well as in disease. So as we age and all that. So the ability of lymphatic vessels to produce blood cells could be important for fighting infection and may play a role in some blood cancers. The researchers will further research what triggers lymphatic vessels to produce different types of blood cells and when this occurs during normal development as well during disease. So I have, I just have so many clients that see me for lymphatic drainage and ask me why their lymphatics don't seem to work so well. And for quite some time, I thought that there must be a biological reason that some people seem to have more stagnant lymph than others. And this study seems to confirm this idea I've had for a while, that there's a genetic component that is responsible. But it's just exciting because to know that our blood cells are being made in an, an entirely other system, like... I can't even completely fathom what that could mean for us in terms of treating disease, not just lymphedema, but like cancers. And I get super excited for that because, you know, we got to be real. One in four people are getting cancer. So we all know somebody. We may end up that person. And it's scary. But like this kind of research is the stuff that makes me feel super hopeful. So I hope you get to, you, it makes you feel hopeful too. Um, all right, next up in the research world. Oh my gosh, y'all, I've been nerding out so hard all week on this stuff. I'm so excited to share it. So this is for all my biohackers out there. There may be a time in the not so distant future that your old bones can be rejuvenated into younger bones. Okay, what am I talking about here? 
So in January of this year, a group of scientists discovered that there are lymphatic vessels in bones. They didn't think this was real. They didn't know. It was previously assumed that bones lacked lymphatic vessels, which to me, I'm sort of like, why? Like that doesn't make logical sense to me at all. And I didn't go to medical school, but whatever. Um, This new research from um, Oxford's MRC Weatherall Institute for Molecular Medicine not only locates them within bone tissue, the lymphatic vessels, but demonstrates their role in bone and blood cell regeneration and reveals changes associated with aging. So this new research was published in Cell um, and it uses this like light sheet imaging to overcome the barriers and identify and visualize lymphatic vessels in the bones at this high resolution 3D. I looked at the pictures. Of course I did. It was so cool. So researchers discovered an active network of lymph vessels within the bone. And then they identified some of the key signals happening between the vessels and the blood cells that, and the stem cells and the bones themselves. Oh my gosh. It was so cool. I'm getting so excited. I'm like stumbling over the words. But um, it's fascinating because of what it could mean for us as we age because aging is associated with diminished capacity for bone repair. And our findings show, this is from um, one of the doctors, he's a co-author and his name is Dr. Chen. So these are not my words, these are his. So he says, our findings show that lymphatic signaling is impaired in aged bones. Remarkably, the administration of young lymphatic endothelial cells restores healing of aged bones, thus providing a future direction to promote bone healing in elderly. Y'all, that is just so exciting because many of us have elders in our lives, grandparents, great aunts and uncles, people we love very dearly, and many of them, well, they fall and they break something. My great aunt recently just fell and broke her hip and it's super common. And while it's amazing that we can replace these um, joints now, it's incredibly remarkable. What I think I would prefer when I hit my 80s is that you can just like put some new cells in there of younger bone and rejuvenate my bones internally into younger bones or like stronger bones. That's kind of what I'm hoping they're going for here. And that like 50 years time, we're going to be seeing a transformation of aging in terms of healing bones. Fascinating stuff. Got my fingers crossed for sure. Cause that would be amazing. Cause I don't know y'all I'm clumsy. I'm going to be that woman. I'm going to be that old lady. She fall down, cracked her hip. And I'd really love to be able to just, you put that shot in there and we take care of it. So last study I'm going to talk to you guys about today was led by scientists at the Stanford University School of Medicine. They've uncovered for the first time the molecular mechanism responsible for triggering lymphedema, as well as a drug with the potential for inhibiting that process. The disease, like we were talking about earlier, stems from damaged lymphatic system. This can lead to infections. It can lead to disfigurement, debilitating pain, disability, and there is no cure. For lymphedema. So the only available treatment is to wear compression garments or use massage to suppress swelling, which can occur throughout the body in some cases. So lymphedema is so uncomfortable. It's exhausting. It's dangerous if left uncontrolled. And as many as 10 million Americans have it and hundreds of millions of people worldwide suffer from the condition. 
um, and many are from after effects of cancer therapy treatments. So this particular study was published in Science Translational Medicine, and the authors say we figured out that the biology behind what has been historically deemed the irreversible process of lymphedema is in fact reversible if you can turn the molecular machinery around. And this is from Stanley Roxton, MD, professor of cardiovascular medicine. Um, and the researchers found that the buildup of lymph fluid is actually an inflammatory response within the tissue of the skin. It's not mere, merely a plumbing problem with the lymphatic system as they previously thought. So this is exciting because it really just gives um, us a little bit of an understanding around how our body is responding, especially after like cancer treatments and what is going on. So this inflammatory response is really just your body trying to heal itself, but it's ultimately creating more issues than good. And so they're actually now going to start trials to try and figure out, you know, whether or not this drug will help inhibit it, how well it can do. So it's all very exciting. Again, all of the links to these studies are in my show notes. If you want to learn more, if you want to get into the nitty gritty, if you're a nerd like me and you want to really read into the details, go into the show notes and click those. Those are all in there. I really try to make sure that I give you guys that option because we just can't get to it all in 20 minutes. Let's be real. Um, so now let's move on. We're going to talk a little bit about nutrition hacks for your lymphatic health. The diet that's generally recommended by several doctors for lymphatic health is the Mediterranean diet. Eating whole foods, not processed foods, is essential as many processed foods create serious inflammation in the body from rancid oils and ingredients that are less than stellar. So remember that inflammation can create lymph stagnation. While it takes some extra time to cook at home with whole foods, it is how we have eaten for millennia and it is still the way our bodies prefer to be nourished, and it's how we can keep inflammation down. So some of the best foods for your lymphatic system include melon, citrus, berries, especially anything red, grapes, apples, pineapples, bananas, dark leafy greens such as kale and collards and bok choy. Cruciferous vegetable, vegetables are also amaz amazing, including broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts. There's mushrooms, sweet potatoes, squash, carrots. They're all excellent as well. And then in terms of grains, millet, buckwheat, brown rice are some of the best grains for lymphatics as they do not contribute to inflammation the way many wheat products do. Really making sure to buy organic is important. It's The toxins from pesticides are a serious enemy of your lymphatic, lymphatic system, friends, among so many other systems of the body. But some other great allies for your lymph are dried beans, peas, lentils, avocado, olive oil, walnuts, flax seeds. Uh, keep your flax seeds in the fridge, P.S. They can go rancid. And legumes. So um, fish and seafood are also excellent, but they just need to come from reputable safe sources, right? So we're always checking labeling, trying to make sure that we're not eating something that's super toxic. So you really should only eat moderately of pastured chicken free-range eggs, goat and sheep cheese, and yogurt. Much of the cow dairy we consume in the United States comes from A1 cows and is inflammatory and should be avoided unless you can find A2 milk. Here where I live in Vermont, we are super lucky to have A2 options, but many parts of the U.S. do not. Um, there's parts of Europe where A1 cows are banned. They were not allowed to sell A1 milk um, because there is epidemic. I'm not going to say this word right, y'all please forgive me. Epidemiological. Lord, I butchered that. Doctors out there listening, I'm sorry. Anyway, there's evidence. Let's just say that there's evidence 
that claims that consumption of A1 milk is associated as a risk factor for type 1 diabetes, coronary heart disease, arthrosclerosis, sudden infant death syndrome, autism, and schizophrenia. So a broad range of studies from American and European investigations has shown reduction in autistic and schizophrenic symptoms with decrease in A1 milk intake. So yeah, just consider that. I've also linked a study in the show notes for that information if you'd like to read more. But most meat and all sweets really should be avoided or eaten very sparingly so as to mitigate congestion of your lymphatic system. So what are my favorite ways to actually hack the lymphatic system and care for it? First is first, bouncing on my trampoline is my favorite thing. So I have a mini trampoline, also called a rebounder, and is the most fun way to exercise. Plus, huge bonus, according to a NASA study, jumping on a trampoline is 60% more effective at burning calories than jogging. Okay, plus it's plain fun. I highly recommend go onto Facebook Marketplace, eBay, Craigslist, see if there are any available. I got mine for 20 bucks on Facebook Marketplace. It has been a game changer for my exercise routine. I throw on some music, I spend 20 minutes jumping, and I'm just grinning from year to year. It's just fun. There's just something about it that feeds your inner child by being on a trampoline. And I've actually created a playlist that you can check out on my Spotify under Drea Trembles. It's called Tramp Jams, and the songs have serious bounce beats, y'all. I've linked it below in the show notes, along with some trampoline brands that me and my clients have loved and recommended over the years. So you can check those out as well. Uh, the second thing I really love to do is dry brushing. Love my dry brush, but many people ask me how to use it. So I've included a link to a tutorial I created, as well as a link to one of my favorite dry brushing brands in the show notes. So dry brushing helps move your lymph back toward the heart and gently exfoliates the skin. And it should be done really gently and in long sweeping motions, always moving toward the heart. So check out that tutorial. It's really quick and easy. You can do it right before you jump in the shower, two, three minutes, and you're good to go. So let's see, I have a few other little resources and hacks for you. There's a really awesome free app in the Apple Store called Lymphatic System Reference. It's an in-depth reference guide for the human lymphatic system featuring high quality detailed content and images. Um, It's a little nerdy, but what I really love about it is that you can get articles that include various images and then they'll show you like different parts of the lymphatic system. And it also is just awesome because it has a section that's information about how to check your lymph nodes and knowing when to see a doctor. And that's all included in the app. And so I'd really highly recommend you check that app out, especially if you have any concerns, if there's like cancer that runs in your family or anything like that, it can be a really great resource. The other place that I'd highly recommend you check out is the website lymphaticnetwork.org. It's an amazing resource for folks with lymphedema or those supporting someone with any chronic lymphatic issues. They have downloads for you and your family. They have things to ask your doctors so that you can be informed when speaking with medical personnel. And this is really important because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of medical personnel that don't know a ton about the lymph. So educating yourself is so important. And this research is invaluable for that. And they have a directory of certified lymphatic specialists, as well as links to movies, charity fundraiser walks, blogs, specializing lymphatics, so much more. So go check it out. Again, it's lymphaticnetwork.org. Remember, all the links are in the show notes. So that's our time for today. And I hope this has been helpful. I'm definitely going to be doing another episode on the lymphatics because there is just 
so much to talk about and go over. So I hope you have the most wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will see y'all in a couple weeks, the first Tuesday of September with all about our fascia system. I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you.